0: On today's episode, we talk about The Luminaries. I believe it's a New Zealand show. It was episode two, The Place You Return. I watched it. It was a good 50 minutes or so, and a lot went down. So we'll get on into it. Brandon, you did some research on it. Why don't you start us off? What do you know about the show?
1: Uh, I know that it was an adaptation um, from a book that was critically acclaimed. One book? Uh only one book, yeah. Okay. So uh it's supposed to be a six part series. Okay. Uh, and I have the information here, though you're right, there's a lot of information. Um, but I'll I guess I'll just start off by asking in this episode
0: what happened? Did you like what was the plot? Let's start off by asking to break down the entire plot of the fifty minute episode. This is not our normal like one and done type storyline. <clears throat> it's not a law and order. You don't got one bad guy who just comes in at the end and is caught and that's it. This is a complicated show, which if you skip the pilot and go right into the second episode, it's like skipping the pilot of Game of Thrones and going into the second episode. Um, even down to the beginning intro, they have a map as the names of the people flash across the screen of who's in it, just like Game of Thrones. A little less complex, because you just said it was only geared on one book. But at the same time, it's a world-building show. Uh, It had a lot of, like, the Black Sails, Witcher-type vibe and the atmosphere and stuff. Did it have
1: the same type of budget? Because I know this
0: has famous uh, people in it. Well, that's that's interesting, because it's a New Zealand show, specifically made for people like it's kind of hard to watch if you're not in New Zealand. So I wouldn't be surprised if it later on Netflix or something picks it up, but it isn't like it hasn't been presented to a world audience, I don't think yet. But yeah, there's a ton of famous people. I think it. I think as yeah, I think added yeah, had its global premiere like about a week ago. Okay, well, the only way I was able to see it was through the New Zealand website. So and they've, I think, maybe then released a few more episodes. But the only episode I could get was episode two, as well, far as the latest one.
1: It's been. I know that it's, it airs on BBC Two. Okay, so. so that might be how they get
0: it. Again, yeah, you're right. Tons of, tons of acting um, professionals that you would have seen in a ton of other things. The guy from yesterday in Avenue 5, at least someone who looks like him. It is it? him, it is. Okay, all right. He plays Phoenix a guy Patel. in. Emery Staines, and then there's the uh, girl who is the main character, and she, it took me a while. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, okay. No. Do you want to tell me who the rest of the people are? I just got those two names. Okay, well, no, because this was the main person who's Anna Weatherwell or something. Um, She is an apprentice of... Eva Green's character, Lydia Wells, but she, it took me forever to realize where I knew her from. She was from the Nick. She played a doctor, or a at least a nurse in the Nick. Um And now she's on this show, and her storyline is really the one that we track throughout the entire episode. She starts off uh, working for Lydia, um, and I think in the first episode there was a meeting between her and Emery, the guy from yesterday, and Anna and Emery uh, plan to meet somewhere. This is all before the episode, and they're unable to. And we find out why throughout this episode, and we also find out a ton of other plot points. I don't really know how to jump into this. It's not a linear plot, exactly. You have Lydia Wells, Eva Green's character, who is sort of evil. She is manipulative. She has a new a husband who has just come to. They, she owns a gambling house, and her husband has just returned to the gambling house. And Anna is her help, as I said. She's a runaway, and you can tell that Lydia really wants to keep her around, to the point where she has she lied to Lydia about where her this Emory guy was going to meet her, so that they weren't able to meet. And then when Emery tried to put an ad in the paper to look for Anna, she burnt the paper before Anna could get to it. And then she put out her own ad, Lydia did, in the paper to send Emery on a wild goose chase across the world on a boat to a place where people are all searching for gold and basically led him so far away from her that she won't see Emery again.
1: Well, here's the, so here's the situation in the book. Um, like I said, has a ton of stuff going on. I have um, a couple big plot points from the book, and maybe you could try and pin where this episode is, considering the fact that it's the second one. The character named Crosby Wells, uh, was that name brought up at
0: all in the episode? Okay, Crosby is Lydia's husband, the one I said um, shows up, I think, at the end of the pilot, but he really is introduced in this episode, at the very first scene. He kind of gives this... Drunken soliloquy about how he met Lydia, and in front of Anna, so she now knows who he is. And he's he's a he's way more stand, um, way more of a stand-up person than uh, Lydia is. Like she's trying to manipulate both him and Anna to a certain degree. By the end of the episode, she's drugged them both. Um, so yeah, Crosby is basically her husband, but I don't think she loves him, uh, Lydia. So, so Crosby, well, he also has, he has sex with Anna later in the episode because they kind of bond over their hatred of Lydia. So yeah.
1: just, just to be clear, Crosby Wells is alive in this show.
0: Uh, so far, yeah.
1: Because the, Because the book basically starts off
0: with him dead. So I think what is, okay, well, I can't hypothesize what happened exactly, but there are multiple timelines occurring. We are mostly throughout the entire episode watching the current-day events of Anna and Lydia and Emery and Crosby and their day-to-day life in this 1880s or 1860s world. But then we get this flash-forward every once in a while where not Crosby's dead, but Emery is dead, Her the yesterday guy. He, he apparently... Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so we keep on seeing these flash-forwards, and Anna is under suspicion. She has memory loss, or she has something weird going on with her memory. And then later on in the episode, something is huge is revealed, but I'll get to that a, a little bit later. Oh, there's a
1: character named Cowell Devlin. Can you dive into him a little bit? Cowell
0: Devlin? Yes, is he in the episode at all? Uh, he might be, but the people I know are uh, Anna... Crosby, uh, Lydia, Emery, and Mr. Carver. Those were basically the people that we focused on. But who is, who is this guy?
1: Cowell Devlin is kind of the main antagonist of the whole entire story. Lydia's uh,
0: not the main antagonist? No, this no. Cowell
1: Devlin guy is kind of like a violent person who um, basically his whole entire thing is to just try and kind of get a ton of gold from the person who died. Crosby Wells, which is why I'm a little bit surprised that Crosby Wells in the end is kind of alive, because it seems like the whole entire story kind of revolves around him.
0: Again, he's probably dead. It's just that we're, we're sort of in the past, I think, because we keep on getting these West World-like flashes forward to the to the future, where um, Anna is trying to make sense of things. And plus, this might have been discussed in the pilot, but assuming that Crosby has died... Um, the gold that... There there definitely is gold in the house. Like, Eva Green was, like, sewing gold into her clothes to, like, keep that away from everyone else, from finding it. And she also, I think, was stealing from someone else that she was having sex with or something. Yeah, that, that happens in the book. Um. She, she, Lydia is, like, the most manipulative character from the get-go. It's funny how... Her, the Penny Dreadful show, like, I think that took place in the 1800s. I'm not, I'm not sure. It may have actually been earlier than that, but it was definitely a long time ago, like their clothing. So I think she's used to that type of character. And then also the girl I said, the main character, Anna, the Nick took place in the early 1900s. And so it was funny how they both sort of have that non-modern type of acting down, um, and uh yeah
1: yeah a lot of the reviews that i was seeing was kind of praising the acting and the uh the fact that it was shot in new zealand and apparently it's supposed to be like kind of beautiful there and everything like
0: that yeah the cinematography is pretty amazing um not on the same scale as some of the hbo shows that we see but at the same time you can definitely tell a lot of work went into like the carriages and the way they're all dressed and the way they speak um but definitely some of the uh like, when he washes ashore, Emery, to to the place that everybody's digging gold from, because they apparently the ship can only get so close to land, and then they have to go on these rafts and get in, and, like, a ton of people die every time, and apparently he can't swim. So he literally is dying in the water by drowning when this uh, his Indian friend comes and saves him at some point and pulls him to shore. Do you know the Indian friend's name? Uh, no, but he was a pretty important character, it seemed like. Because he came around later on. Wait, could it possibly
1: be Asuk?
0: Possibly. He knows Emery? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then does he know Anna?
1: Yes, he knows Anna. He knows
0: Anna later on. Because in the flash forward we get at the end, Anna confronts uh, the the Indian guy with with something that freaks him out. But do we know what that is? Yeah, there's a big reveal at the end of the episode. That the reason why Anna, who's in the future where Emery is dead, is having these flash forwards, or sorry, these she's not that she's having her mind like play tricks with her, like she can read all of a sudden where before she couldn't, and she's having these memories that she never had before. And then she realizes these are all Emery's memories, and she she literally has Emery's memories, and thinks that that's who she is. Wait, so
1: does she have, like, an identity disorder or something? Or, like, how does she have Emery's memories?
0: We don't know. Like, it's the first time that it goes kind of real sci-fi on you. Because it's like, there's no way. She remembers the drowning happening where she was across the land in in Lydia's employment at that time. And she knew that the Indian guy uh, saved her. And then she also knew things that he that the Indian guy had told his friend Emery on the ship about the stars. And um, it was just, it was very like, oh my God, uh, what's going on here? Is he in her mind or are they both splitting their mind or what's going on?
1: That's interesting because uh, kind of the genre of the book, and I'm assuming the TV show was like murder mystery, but they said that they added astrological
0: elements to it. Oh, that would make sense. There was a previously that went by so quickly because there was so much going on. And and that was the first hint that I was out of my depth because I was like, oh, this isn't the type of show where you can just really jump in there and pick up everything. Um, I think they might be not soulmates, but like their signs are concurrent or something. There was a term for it. And so that might be the connection that they share that once he's dead, his spirit is now a part of her. But it... It's so weird that they're doing this full storyline of how they were kind of kept away from each other, and then in the future she's being suspected of murdering him, and we don't know whether or not that's true.
1: This episode is it's very strange because I'll just give you a quick, uh, quick kind of general summary of Asu. He's kind of he was on this previous opium dealer, and he uh, kind of swears revenge
0: on Carver. No, and that's not no, that's someone else. Oh. Who was that? I don't think that's Aussie. I thought it was a Chinese person because Carver talked to Emery straight up and said, we were working with the Chinese, but they didn't want our money because they don't accept our currency there. So then we traded them opium and China got mad because then all their uh, people started getting uh, really high on opium and dying from it. And so that became a black market. And then one of the families was really dumb and got caught with a ton of the opium, like they were one of the crime boss families, and their whole family was eradicated by the Chinese, I think, except for one kid, and the kid is out to get Carver. And Carver was explaining the storyline like, I don't I didn't do anything wrong. It was their fault for getting caught. Does, but, is Carver kind of innocent in this? Uh, episode No, I think Carver is the person who's having the affair with Lydia, and I think that they're being pretty manipulative with what's going on.
1: Yeah, because Carver and the Buck is supposed to kind of be like the main villain.
0: Okay, yeah. So I thought you called the other guy the main
1: villain, though—the gold guy. A we put that out of the episode. B I messed up. Oh, so Carver isn't the bad guy. No, Carver is the bad guy. Francis That's Carver what I mean. is yeah. the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but Yeah, he seems to be working with Lydia a little bit, and then he doesn't seem straight up evil with Emery, but he kind of convinces him to go to the gold place and do his bidding because they work up a contract where they're going to, um, it's the Aurora contract, um, it, it's, and we don't really know much more than that. Uh, so, but he does keep him a little bit away from Anna. I just wasn't sure if that was on purpose or not throughout the episode. Again, Anna and Emery never see each other in this episode. But the scenes are shot so that you'll see a scene of one searching for the other, and then you'll immediately see this cut shot of the other one searching for the other. And so you keep on getting, like, Emery, for instance, is staying at a hotel, the hotel that Lydia told Anna was the wrong hotel to go to, when Lydia finally finds out the right hotel, Emery's been kicked out of that hotel. And so they're like right on each other's tails until Emery thinks that she's left the country and goes on the boat. So it is it is tragic in a sort of, uh, like you can see how a book wrote this out and, and made the details all fit together versus if someone tried to do this straight up as a, i said that like four times now, straight up, um, as a TV show, it would be really hard to just script it.
1: So would you say that this is probably like a really good book then, but like the kind of converting it to a miniseries, uh, maybe a little bit too ambitious?
0: No, so far I feel like it was, it was all right. It was, it didn't blow me out way, but maybe it would have if I would seen the first episode. Um, there was nothing wrong with recommending this type of show I think people would like it. It's
1: uh, like, what what audience would you say would be would find the most enjoyment out of this
0: episode? Ones that aren't afraid of a lot of detail, like tr- keeping track of the characters and their motives. Anna, the main character, even though she's a good person, is constantly snooping and constantly um, eavesdropping on Lydia. And Lydia is constantly doing things that deserve uh eavesdropping on because otherwise she would be so confused as to what's going on. Is there any character that you saw on this episode that was like like a like a, like a bull or were they all kind of like Emery know, like was that? by far the most like moral um because he was literally just trying to find the girl that he liked and then under the impression that she was in uh in the gold country but uh i don't really it it, it is interesting how they're playing the gold rush and how everybody was going there at the same time because i think they'll probably keep that storyline going for the next couple episodes um but i don't know what the what's the overall thing in the book like the
1: overall thing in the book is just it it kind of goes a little bit crazy because there's people that there's characters in the book that we haven't brought up yet like Alistair Lauderback, he is someone who is visiting kind of the town where everyone is, but he's a politician, Mm -hmm. and he's like kind of also wanting to look for all the gold, and it kind of turns into this
0: big like shootout like crazy stuff. Uh, Yeah, because the place that Lydia owns, the the kind of uh, the saloon, tavern, uh, gambling house thing that she has, she every night is like throwing a party as sort of a fortune teller, And all these, like, prospective gold, uh, like, not people who are actually going to be doing the digging, the people who are, like, the businessmen behind it who are looking to get rich quick, they are all coming in there sort of, I don't know if they're looking for her advice, but it's definitely, like, an interesting dynamic between how she is looked at as sort of a guide for that type of stuff. And um, what's her husband's name again? Um, It wasn't. Oscar it was Crosby yeah Crosby like calls her out on it not in front of her face but when she he, he and Anna are talking about it, and Anna's like she stole my purse and I know she did it and I found it but I let her keep it she and then Crosby's like yeah that's her she's uh not really to be trusted and she kind of says a bunch of shit so like it, if Crosby ends up dying then uh I can I think it's probably going to be at the hands of Lydia but um, don't quote me on that,
1: I guess. Well, do you want to know what actually happens? Sure. Uh, it ends up being spoiler that. Spoiler
0: alert. Uh, yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert.
1: Uh, Carver killed Crosby by drugging him. Yeah, but
0: under Lydia's orders, right? Uh, it just it doesn't go into detail when I like was they, like they were The night that Crosby shows up to see Lydia, his wife. Lydia goes out, and this is where Anna starts her eavesdropping again, to, like, this random street, and they start playing the violin music, like The Witcher, and then they have this, like, romantic, like, we're gonna kill him, or whatever. And it, I wasn't sure if they were talking about Crosby, but it was pretty implied by the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, the, uh, the show, it's, it's strange, because... Yeah, I'll, like, I went on to IMDb and saw that this didn't have, like, a great score. Uh, the second episode wasn't rated, but the pilot had a 7.5, and the overall show had a 6.5, yeah. which isn't that good. But when I looked up, like, kind of reviews of the pilots and the episode that you watch, um, it seemed like every single place that I clicked on uh, wasn't 100% in love with the show, but seemed to like it and kind of recommended it. So that yeah. uh, was something that was odd.
0: You know, I would compare it to the Amazon series with... Um... What's the guy Sherlock Holmes is uh, Watson Martin Freeman? Mm-mm. the other the movie. Oh Jude Law. Yeah, Jude Law's show. Remember that really bad Amazon show that had like alien characters and stuff? No I like fairies and stuff and it and it took place sort of in the old times as well. Um, it is nothing like that show, but that's where you can totally see a huge budget being thrown at something uh, with actors and such. Or was it Orlando Bloom? Maybe it wasn't Jude yeah, Law. Probably Orlando Bloom. And <laughs> Bloom. Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah, Orlando Bloom. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, my, my mistake. But, yeah, something like that where it's, like, immediately you can sort of tell this doesn't work. There's too much, uh, like, dumb action that's going on and stuff. But well, yeah. this show, it seems like they're more interested in telling you the story of something that's pretty complex. Apparently, this show took a long time to make. Like, it took longer adapting the
1: series into a television show than it did to write the book. Wow. Um, So, that kind of shows you how much effort they were trying to put into making this, like, pretty good.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, again, was not bad. I would recommend it. I feel bad that I missed the first episode, but there's definitely enough there to keep people entertained. um, And, there's a ton of romance, so I guess you have to be, like, ready for that. But, but it's not real. If you had any... <laughs> it's, break... it's it's fake, because a lot of it is, like, she's trying to... Manipulate people, right? That Lydia is. She's, Manipulate. like, the main person, so, yeah.
1: So your recommendation is, if you're going to watch
0: this, do not skip an episode and, and start with a pilot? Yeah. You see, episode two was good, but... <laughs> you just probably watch it one, two, three, four, five, six, or however many episodes there end up being. Six, so... Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. That's been our review of today's episode. Tomorrow we'll do another one, but we might not post it until later on.